0: again, everyone. Welcome to Daily in the Word. This is Rich Chassie, your host and teacher. Today on Daily in the Word, we will be reading from John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15, in what is known as the feeding of the 5,000. This is a miracle, a sign that is recorded in all four of the Gospels. The only other miracle that's recorded in all four is is the resurrection of Jesus Christ himself. And so the significance of this miracle of this sign becomes important for us to understand what Jesus is doing and teaching here. So John chapter 6 will begin in verse one. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias, And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs, he had performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming to him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will these go among so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they had intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. Now there had been about six months' time passage between the end of chapter 5 and the beginning of chapter 6. It was during this time that John the Baptist was put to death, and his ministry was continuing on. It's in the middle portion of his three-year time of ministry. So it's about a year's time between now and when the crucifixion would be held during the time of Passover the following year. And this is about the time where the popularity of Jesus would be at its greatest. They are reacting to his miracles. They are following him. They are trying to determine, is this the Messiah? They witness these miracles. There are some who say, hey, this is the one who's going to rescue us from Rome, and they want to, as it says in the text at the end of our text in verse 15, that they want to appoint him king like right now, and let's get the show on the road, but that was not the purpose of Jesus coming. And so here he is, he's on a mountainside, and he knows what he's going to do. There are 5,000 men there. Mark tells us in his gospel that there are also women and children that aren't included in that count. So more than likely, well over 10,000 people there who needed to be fed, who couldn't find food. Jesus looked up, it says in verse 5, and saw this great crowd, and he said to Philip, who was from Bethsaida, which would have been the town closest to where they were located. Where are we going to buy bread for these people to eat? And Jesus knew that that was humanly impossible, but he was doing this to test Philip. He already had in mind what he was going to do. The reason that the Lord tests us is to purify our faith, to make it stronger, never to tempt us to do evil. So, Philip answers him, "It'd take more than a a half year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. That's an impossibility. Another of his disciples, Andrew, this is Peter's brother, spoke up, and here Andrew has found a boy with five small barley loaves. Think of like almost like pita bread, just these small flat loaves and two small fish. Here think of like something like sardines, something along those lines something that has been preserved in salt or oil in a way that makes it so they can pack them for a lunch. And how far will they go, Andrew says, among so many people? Not much food there. Sometimes people think, well, it's like five loaves of bread, you know, sliced white bread, (laughs) and a couple of small bass or a couple of small perch or something. But it's not that. It's these round flat barley loaves and two small fish, something like sardines. Certainly not enough to feed that many people, but perhaps Andrew is getting a glimpse. Perhaps Andrew's faith is sparked enough to maybe in the hands of Jesus, he can do something. So verse 10, have the people sit down, Jesus said. And then Jesus began to take the loaves and the fish and He gave thanks and just started to pass them out. They all had as much as they wanted, so it's not like they were rationing the food. This was an all-you-can-eat. I guess it wasn't a buffet because there were only two menu items. But they had as much as they wanted to eat. This was good food to them, these barley loaves and these fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Now gather the pieces that are left over, let nothing be wasted. And they gathered twelve baskets full of these leftover barley loaves. This, again, was a lesson to the twelve disciples, that Jesus was always going to be more than enough. It wasn't about the food. This miracle, this sign, wasn't about the food. It was about the one who performed the miracle, that Jesus would always provide for us more than enough. Spiritually, that is always the case. Jesus provides for us more than enough, that his sacrifice on the cross would pay the penalty for our sin, and it was more than enough. Again, the people saw this sign that Jesus performed and They began to say, Well, this is the prophet then. This is the one that the Old Testament that Moses told us about was to come. Jesus, of course, knew their hearts, knew their intention. And so again, he withdrew to a mountain, to a separate place by himself so that they couldn't find him and thwart what was his plan all along, which was to go to the cross and to pay the penalty for our sin. His time had not yet come. That was going to be another year later at the next Passover when Jesus would make his triumphal entry and then be rejected by the chief priests and the rulers and the people. We'll see next time on Daily in the Word where Jesus walks on water and then begins to go into a lengthy discourse after that where he's going to lose a bunch of people. By the time we get to the end of this chapter, he's going to lose many of his followers. They won't be able to endure what he has to teach them at the end of chapter 6 here. We'll see that happening. So this popularity that he is developing is going to quickly dissipate. But for now, he is, from a worldly perspective, on top of the world. And these people are looking at Jesus as being the one promised Messiah. He's going to come and rescue us from Rome. We just know it. And yet what he is about to teach them, what he is about to proclaim to them is something that their ears and their hearts won't be able to accept. So we'll see that in the next two days. We look forward to being together to do that. Let's pray. Lord, today we thank you for your word once again, It is so rich and so powerful to see what you have done here with the multiplication of these loaves and these fish and the amazement that the disciples would have had as they went to go and fill their baskets from what you had prayed over and what you were passing out and The baskets kept getting filled up and then emptied by the people who were partaking of this meal, and they come back and they get filled up again, and where is this coming from and this miracle that happens right before their eyes, and how can we explain this? And the people understood. The people knew, Lord, that this food was coming from a miraculous event. Lord, thank you for opening our eyes to who you really are. We thank you for Jesus, for sending him for us. You have given us so much through your son and we rejoice in it and we thank you. We know and can give testimony in our own lives of what you have accomplished in our hearts and in our lives, Lord. Drawing us to yourself that we might know you the creator of the world, the creator of our own lives. You have given us so much through Jesus, and we thank you, and we love you, and we praise you for all of it. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, we pray. Amen. Well, once again, we thank you for listening here on Daily in the Word, and we pray that you'll join us again next time. I want to encourage you to invite your family and friends to listen along, whether that's going to our Facebook page and sharing that page with family and friends, whether that's sharing our website with them. Our website is dailyintheword.info. That's dailyintheword.info. We encourage you to share that with people that you know to help us to increase getting this daily teaching out there so that believers can daily get into the Word, read it for themselves, and learn for themselves how to read and to understand the Scriptures. That's the purpose of what we're doing here, and we pray that you would see that goal and want to take part in sharing that and making this platform grow and continue to grow, and we thank you for listening. We pray that you have a great day today. We'll see you next time here on Daily in the Word.